Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delicious. <sighs> Today is Tuesday, October 4th. And um, if you're on video, you'll see that I'm in kind of winter mode here out in the secret garden. It's a stormy morning. We got a drenching rain last night, chilly afternoon yesterday. Um, definitely the weather has shifted. Also, if you're on video, you may or may not be able to see uh, the crab apple tree behind me is just laden with fruit. Uh, it's been an unusual year that way. We've had some plants uh, have big bursts of seed. I guess that's what happens after years of drought and then a couple years of monsoon. Everything's like produce seeds now. So um, yeah just delightful here. Let's see. So I have a few things today. Uh, I started you will see alert readers alert listeners will note that the image on the podcast is of Jack and Stella. I have started the sugar plum holiday novella working title although I should be careful about doing that because then Grace Draven will tell me that I have to make that be the actual title (laughs) as is her want. My chair cushion is pretty wet here. (laughs) Um but seriously I can't call it sugar plum holiday novella. Can I? (laughs) No no I can't. Anyway so I did start it yesterday. I mean I only got like 1340 words but now I'm starting to get the rhythm of it and uh, thank you for the nice thoughts all of you who commented sent me notes. It's um yeah I think it's gonna be perfectly fine for it to be like totally wedding drama and not much else conflict for once. And yeah maybe that'll write pretty quickly. I can get that done in a couple of weeks. So feeling good about that um and then so I hope that you are all accustomed to semi random content here at first cup of coffee where we talk about everything that we might chat about over coffee. But I wanted to tell you all this is random beauty tip. Okay so one of the outcomes of the pandemic has been and it's partly the fault of of all of you who wanted video on the podcast uh, is doing video on the podcast being in video meetings so much more than I used to um, that I started wearing makeup every day again which I didn't do before because I worked from home and why would I put on makeup which also had become something of a blockade for me for leaving the house because a lot of times I would feel like oh I didn't want to run out and do something because um, I would have to get fixed up to do it. Um, Not I don't always feel that way sometimes I go out without makeup but there were times when it was like I was so skeezy. (laughs) 
<laughs> should I admit that it's like no I would really have to go to some lengths to make myself socially acceptable and I wouldn't want to. So start wearing makeup uh pretty much every day not Wednesdays I usually don't since that's my blog day and I give my my skin a rest but start wearing foundation again um a lot of times I wore only sunscreen before that but anyway this led to as these things do one thing leads to another as the saying goes that I needed um makeup remover right and so okay so I'm a princess and not everyone understands what I mean when I say that it turns out like for 20 years I've been saying this and my husband didn't know what I meant by it he's like I hear you saying that but I don't know what you mean it's like I'm a I have a princess skin um I am I don't know if I would feel the pee through the 20 mattresses but put something that's not gold against my skin or put anything that's like got caustic chemicals on my skin and no no no. So I had was sort of casting about for what would be a good makeup remover because a lot of makeup removers just irritate my skin and so for a long time I was using um like the mineral spirit stuff not that's probably not what I mean cold cream cold cream that's it I was using cold cream and then well I was trying to look up this name and I can't find it now um but I'd like these little tiny kind of white heads under the surface of my skin and a gal who gave me a facial told me what they were called and she said it's not really acne but they won't come out on their own and and I was noticing I was getting more of those and also getting a couple of styes around my eyes and and some roughness on my skin like on the cheeks and so forth and so I'd switch to a different I switched to like this Neutrogena cleanser I'm trying to remember what she called it, it I, I thought she said it was like Marcone something like that um but I just tried googling that and it didn't come up so I even tried googling like types of whiteheads and it didn't come up so we will never know unless I randomly remember which could happen anyway use the Neutrogena for a while and I was noticing that just I that my skin was not doing well so you know I sort of went on the what did we do before we could google things did some research on best ways best kinds of makeup removers and I hit upon my cellar water which I had not heard of before. So here is my non-sponsored pimpage. So I got this stuff um Bioderm Sensabio H2O micellar water makeup remover for sensitive skin. It, it they don't say for princess skin because I I think you know when I tell people I'm a princess they think that that means that I'm like I don't know a diva and that I have to have people wait on me all the time and buy me presents which if only <laughs> but no um I, I would probably enjoy being that sort of princess but not my lot in life anyway this stuff you guys you all damn it you all this stuff is so great 
and it looks like I mean it looks like water it looks like a bottle of water and I would never have believed that this would actually remove makeup and it's amazing and I only started using it like a week ago and already these little whitehead things are disappearing and these kind of rough areas on my skin are smoothing out and I am a convert. So that is why we are having the makeup tips beauty tips portion of first cup of coffee today. Uh, I apologize to my male audience although you know guys even if uh, you know like if you use sunscreen something like that you need to remove it you should try this stuff because it's um it it's not like creamy girly and it's very fresh feeling and it is the bomb. So there you have it. This is like one stop shopping here. I swear. Uh, <laughs> you know I have friends who do like writing podcasts and they're so organized you know like um Leslie Penelope you know like with her you know what I'm reading and her best thing of the week and you know all this thing and it's like here it's like totally random. Um, but the other thing I wanted to tell you about was I was having an interesting conversation with a friend of mine yesterday a male reader and aspiring writer and he has been listening to the audiobook of bright familiar because he says he's a slow reader and it's easier for him to listen on audio which is great this is why we have audiobooks right uh but he mentioned that and this is so funny because I have had so many men say something to me along these lines where they will say that they love my books for the plot and they read them for the plot and one guy came up to me after a panel that was and I've talked about this before but that was a panel specifically on why sex scenes are not gratuitous and we spent like an hour talking about the important um, emotional changes that occur during sex scenes and the um, character transformation and the changes in like intimacy and vulnerability and so forth and how that you you shouldn't skip the sex scenes because that stuff is in there. And <laughs> this guy not the one I'm talking about that I was talking to yesterday but the, like this rando guy at a conference came up to me and he said um he says you know I love reading your books he says but I read them for the plot and I skip the pornography. <laughs> it's like I literally just spent an hour telling you why you shouldn't skip the pornography. It's, I don't understand how people think that you are not going to be offended by this sort of thing. I think I didn't tell you all too this is a slight diversion but at Worldcon when I was signing books there was this young woman who was uh, volunteering you know sort of assisting with the author wrangling and during a lull but let's be fair it was mostly lull um, they had us like down in the basement where the dealer's room was and you know I had I don't know 10 people come by but it was like not far from a steady stream. And so this gal came over and <laughs> she was looking at my books and she was looking at the orchid throne and she was clearly intrigued but torn and she said 
I don't know. She says, this is the kind of book that looks like it could be really good or it could be schlock. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like these could be my taglines, right? Hashtag skip the pornography. Hashtag could be schlock. <laughs> I, I was so bemused by that. I was like, I do not know what to tell you. Um, I'm going to go with not schlock, but <laughs> probably not schlock. Certainly don't try to write schlock. <sighs> Socially awkward people. So anyway, um, I was talking to this friend of mine yesterday who was listening to the audiobook and he said that um, it was slower going for him with the audiobook or somewhat different difficult because that when he reads on paper that he skips the sex scenes and that's harder to do on the audiobook. <laughs> and so like as he's telling me this I'm like trying not to roll my eyes and oh storage on this device yeah okay my laptop keeps filling up with storage. I need to delete some things. Sorry just got an alert. So he uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to roll, roll my eyes at this but he continues um, because he does like my books and does like my writing and likes the story and he said the thing is for him that in the the sex scenes he can enjoy the writing and the story but that it's not a turn on for him that for him likes seeing visual stuff is more of a turn on but reading it just is not erotic not exciting and I thought well you know and I replied and we were doing this like on a chat and I replied and which means I probably was rolling my eyes because couldn't see me <laughs> hashtag could be schlock hashtag skip the pornography um <laughs> but I said well you know I think that's a pretty standard male female divide and as I was saying that I was realizing that it's really fallen out of fashion to say that um, because a lot of women have reclaimed enjoying watching pornography and that they are visually stimulated and you know and also trying to get away from the binary you know and and this is a very binary thing at the same time I think that the tends to be largely true. Um, there are of course exceptions to every rule and we're not talking about a binary but a spectrum but you know when you plot it out on like the bell curve or what have you that for the male brain visual stimulation tends to be like one of the primary erotic uh, inciters right whereas for the very female brain we tend to want a story and and this really did just hit home in this conversation that it's like you know that that is part of why women love romance novels and love reading spicy stories because it is um you know we want that story we want the emotional context and we want that waxing and waning of the sexual tension and so forth. Um, so and I think that's why 
and and I actually I don't really this may be TMI sorry I, I really don't watch pornography um, it doesn't do much for me oddly enough uh, there I am with my female brain right uh, but when I have watched pornography one of the things I really miss about it and it it could be that this was like old pornography and maybe it's gotten much better maybe there's good stuff these days but that was what I missed about it is like that there was no story that um, you know it's kind of like the uh, the boogie nights model where you know Mark Wahlberg walks into the office for the job interview and Julianne Moore is like well I really need to see the goods and you know and then they start banging on the desk and it's like okay but I you know I don't know anything about these characters I want to know you know like why does he want this job and why is she so desperate that she'll well I mean he is Mark Wahlberg and he's incredibly well hung and I should probably put a disclaimer on this particular podcast but you know what I'm saying you know so it's like at the same time though I feel very strongly that sex scenes shouldn't be in a story only for titillation and and I've had that recent epiphany now I understand scrambled eggs that if you all want me to explain that at some point I will uh, I think a lot of you longtime listeners know but you know I had that epiphany about fight scenes and why so many people think that writing fight scenes is like writing sex scenes and I am I'm on the I'm like no no it's totally different types of writing and I think it's because a lot of people write fight scenes for the excitement which is a different kind of titillation um, you know so like are the sex scenes there for titillation for me they're there because they're part of the the story and the character but I could see I I do understand better now after having this conversation why some of my male readers feel like they don't really want to read the sex scenes not because they view it as pornographic or offensive but that they are on some level boring which and and that was what this guy was saying yesterday like what this one particular scene he said that he could recognize that it was very hot he was talking about the scene in the arcanium for those who know that he could sort of like recognize on an objective level that it was hot but it was also sort of like you know okay okay let's let's get through this for him so interesting huh so it would be I was going to say it would be interesting to do a convention panel about this but uh, I don't know what would we say after we said that it does seem like a good answer to the a perennial question that seems to be posed to female writers is like what do you do to um, satisfy and attract your male readers which my answer is usually I don't care (laughs) I I do value my male readers. and it's interesting to have conversations with them but I don't care if men read my books or not which some people find really upsetting and it's like well you know read or don't read people it's supposed to be for fun that's what I think on that note I think I will tap out hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday 
and I will talk to you on Thursday. You all take care. Bye-bye.